Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Lodestar Lending Leaders. We have a special guest today, Melissa Johnson Eldridge, president of NEMA Online Signing Solutions and Consultants, as well as the creator of remote online notary training. So we're going to talk about all things RON and RIN and e-closing and digital signings and wet signatures and dry signatures and something that is becoming really, really important in the industry even before COVID. So really excited to kind of dive into this topic because I know very little about most of these acronyms. So Melissa, thanks so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I would love to just kind of hear a little bit about your background, what got you to start NEMA and kind of, you know, where, how you got into the business in the first place. Sure. And thank you again, Jim, for having me. Mm -hmm. um, so just a little bit about my background. Um, I was originally a transplant from Louisiana, um, came out here because of opportunity working um, with some federal government agencies. Um, I have a background in a master's degree in criminal law. And mm -hmm. after I decided to leave some of the federal agency government um, jobs, um, I broke off as a teacher and decided to do supplemented income as a notary. Mm -hmm. um, and after I dove into just, you know, researching notary, dived into the online notarization world, and I just really became just amazed with how things were changing very quickly and notarizing documents. And so um, I worked for a company here um, locally for the summertime as a teacher and then decided to branch off on my own. And doing so, so many other notaries and other you know, titles and lenders wanted to know more about this whole e-close process, the online notarization process, which led me to in teaching online notarization. And so that was kind of like the beginning of where we are today with you know, becoming an online notary expert, um, service provider, as well as an, you know, teacher for online notarization. Mm -hmm. And that's great. I really like how you kind of married the, the educational component, as yes. well as the technical component as well. So now instead of teaching school kids, you're teaching title agents, which is probably a lot harder. <laughs> it is. Anyways. Absolutely. So if, if a title agent, if someone comes to you, say, hey, I want to do e-closings now, I want to do, uh, remote online notarization, how do I get started? So, you know, that's a great question, um, Jim, because one of the things we always talk to our titles about online notarization or e-closing, there's two mm -hmm. different aspects, yeah. you know, from an e-close to an online notarization, right? And e-closing basically can still happen with the same, you know, workflow process of utilizing a mobile notary with an electronic uh, tablet or mm -hmm. computer to go out and perform it mobile um, and have them to e-sign it versus online notarization, that's where everything is completely online. And that's when we mm -hmm. utilize an, a commission online notary to perform the actual duties of notarizing. So they're not in the same place for that is, true, is that a true remote online notarization? They're not in the same place? That is correct. That the like signer can be anywhere. Assisted one is what, like a hybrid then would be? It would that's be correct. Okay. That's correct. Correct. Mm -hmm. and, and that's important to know because traditional notaries can perform e-closings is not required to have a commission online notarization mm -hmm. um, commission through the state. However, online notaries must have a commission through the state. So that, mm -hmm. those are things too that we have to educate titles and lenders about, you know, just not any notary that you assign can go, can perform an online notary. Um, mm -hmm. They must have their commission through their states mm -hmm. to do so. And it can't be done in all states. And it cannot be done in all states. Yeah. So you definitely mm -hmm. have to go by the notary law per state. Mm 
Mm -hmm. And I believe was it so if I'm I think Virginia was one of the first states to adopt. Absolutely it, was. Right. And if if you're a notary sitting in Virginia, does that mean that you can do closings all throughout? Well, so that that is left up. Yes, Virginia notaries can definitely do so. There's different laws per state mm -hmm. that each notary must abide by to perform mm -hmm. online notarization. However, if there is a lender or title who says, you know, we can waive the stamp showing another state, right? A Texas notary stamp mm -hmm. because Texas has some laws also that uh, allow some wavering in there of Florida, then it still is left up to the actual document receiver. So if that doc, the person who's receiving a document is saying, I'm okay with a Florida stamp or I'm okay with a Virginia or Texas stamp, then that's fine too. Um, so it just depends on exactly what they're going to be using those documents for and who's going to be the one retrieving the documents. And who would set that? Would that be something the lender would determine? The lender, as well as the clerk, uh, the county clerk as well, because if they are recording these documents, it has to, again, to be mm -hmm. received by the uh, clerk or the county. And so they would have to make sure that they can receive those documents. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So it's really important then to figure out where you're closing. So do you see title agents to start kind of pick? Oh, no problem. <laughs> For title agents who start then, do you see them pick? Uh, a set area to, to kind of implement and go in or a set lender? Like what's the easiest way to begin? So definitely they want to first make sure that the state um, allows online notarization, that the clerks, uh, the counties are accepting, you know, e-signatures and e-notarizations as well. Mm -hmm. But it should, my experience, if the lenders are accepting the actual documents, um, then it make it easier for title to adjust. So mostly starting with the lender, mm -hmm. right? And if the lender is uh, open to online notarization, he has a workflow process, he's already selected, you know, platform, he's done his research. More important, if the, there's an e-vault involved for the lenders, because that's where mm -hmm. they want to start to be able to process an e-note, then lenders are more, you know, they gravitate to it first. Mm -hmm. um, so from a marketing perspective, you definitely want to educate the lenders and have those readily accessible tools mm -hmm. for lenders. And then titles can kind of like match what their lenders are looking for so uh, you know definitely start with your lender side and and yeah. if you start with title then you want to you know just start with the title knowing what all research they've already done and how many products that the lender is you looking to utilize for an mm -hmm. online notarization one thing i've i was a title agent for a while and in title agent sales and i found trying to get a lender to use a specific technology is like wagging the dog by the tail. Uh, you can yes. just never like, ultimately you're going to have to kind of use or work with whatever they're doing for sending orders or transmitting documents or whatever. Um, is I'm hearing that's kind of the same um, with online notarization. So what is that looking like then? Like what platforms are being used? What questions do you as a title agent need to ask? Yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. Because things have been done traditionally so much, 
And the change in online notarization definitely does require a lot of workflow processes. So one of the things that, you know, I encourage Titus to do is have these conversations with their lenders first, mm-hmm. um, because online notarization definitely will speed up the process for returning documents, returning the notes, funds, wiring, all of that. However, um, everyone already has traditional workflow processes in place. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if there's ever a good time to just slow down and implement, but at some point you have to slow down and implement the technology. Um, I think what happens or what we see the most is having those structures put in place. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that NEMA have been very creative in doing in the industry is going in and working with lenders and titles as often about what is it that you need in place? What type of support systems you need in place? Mm-hmm. Um, what type of support team you need in place to help you create a workflow implementation where it does not disturb or distract what you already have going mm-hmm. on? And usually, um, and that concept, we're able to work out something, um, build a team to help the lenders, build a team to help title, to help the, the transition period um, of the implementation of an online notary platform. Mm-hmm. And is there kind of a common first step for lenders of the thing they don't have? Or are they trying to run before they walk in many cases of let's just get this whole digital closing thing run and they don't even have an e-vault yet? Yeah, I think the the first step is always the educational tool, yeah. you know, and that that became, again, a, an area of space where we were providing because uh a lot of people are interested in, you know, having some type of transition into RON, remote mm-hmm. online notarization. However, the educational process, right? Yeah. You, you don't want to pull a plug and say, we're going to shift all this over without having the necessary tools. We see that happen in COVID and it was unbelievable. I had title companies like, I'm going to send you like 15 files to do online. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, do your underwriter <laughs> um, approve online notarization? And if so, what platform does the mm-hmm. underwriter approve? If What about the, uh, the lender? Have the lender approved these closings to be completed? You know, I had people saying, well, can you just do it on Zoom and Google Meets? I said, like, that's, you know, that's not how remote online... That's how RIN worked because a lot of governors put in this remote ink, you know, uh, mm-hmm. law to help ease some of that. But mm-hmm. it, it came back to us just right. doing basic educational uh, mm-hmm. resources, conversations about how these things work. You just gave me like five questions from that. <laughs> so um, RON versus RIN. Right? Yeah. So RIN is basically if you don't have an e-note, right? If you're if you want a digital signature for something that isn't ultimately an electronic mortgage. Correct. Correct. And in RIN birth came more around during COVID with a lot mm-hmm. of states who did not hadn't even, you know, completed the online notarization law. So they, you know, we have remote ink where we can virtually come in a Zoom and we can yeah. watch the signer sign. And then, you know, you can notarize and stamp and send it back. However, the note can be, you know, FedEx overnight to that person and get the original signature. Mm-hmm. So Ren definitely did play a key component in the cold COVID world. However, again, a traditional notary could do RIN, but a commission online notary could only do RON. And are there more RIN signings happening now than RON? There's a possibility of that because yeah. uh, RIN was able to 
override the uh, the systems that are in place for Ron, the mm-hmm. structure that's in place for Ron. However, mm-hmm. you know, I think a lot of the state laws expired with Ren because okay. Ren, uh, again, allowed the notary to utilize these temporary platforms mm-hmm. without the security that Ron has to do the verification of identification. Mm-hmm. Do you think Ren would serve now as a stepping stone to Ron, or is it just more of a of a crutch that actually may hurt? Well, it, I think it would, it's a crutch that actually may hurt because yes. of the principles of Ron, again, mm-hmm. with the identification verification mm-hmm. and the security behind a remote online notary platform. There is a confusion of that. And mm-hmm. I think Ron intentions are to always verify ID first. That's what notarization is. We're mm-hmm. verifying that person is who they say they are. Yeah. Where in Ren, this crutch that allowed us to sign these documents um, and this or executive orders that was put in place, it, it wavers around the KBA process and the structure there. So you are leaning strictly on the notary acting in integrity to perform this notarization um, mm-hmm. without any type of fraud, a possible fraud. Mm-hmm. And for a notary to get commissioned to do Ron, what's required on their end? So they would definitely have to go through their, you know, uh, secretary of state to register it as an online notary um, to make sure that they're able, you know, they're in good commission. They are meeting the state requirements. There are some states who have approved remote online notary platforms. So those are the only platforms that a state would allow an online notary to utilize. So getting the commission through their state is, you know, the first step in making sure that there are good standards and having those requirements up front. Are those the digital closing platforms like a like a notarize or is it different as what what do you mean in terms of platforms and what are the kind of ones that you're seeing lenders use? Yes. So you do have platforms like uh, a state, uh, I think it may be Michigan, who actually Mm -hmm. specify you can only use five of these platforms, you know, uh, whether it be Nexus or Notarize. Um, These are platforms that these states have outlined that a notary can only utilize. And so Mm -hmm. it's left up to the notary to onboard to the platform and then submit the application to the state. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as the lender goes, again, you know, that's kind of like on the lender, um, what exactly um, does this platform provide the lender to, you know, utilize for his notes and uh, e-notes emerge? things like that. Mm -hmm. And then on the, you had mentioned before, uh, the underwriter having to kind of approve what the signature is. So is every, that will be underwriter specific, state specific. Is that where an area you see underwriters really catching up or is it just all over the place in terms of what, what's approved? Well, I think, you know, each uh, underwriter um, have their own house rules as far as what are their, what what they will and will not approve as far as the online notarization platform or mm-hmm. service providers, actually. Um, and so that being said, you know, the underwriters have done due diligence to do their homework um, to assure that this, you know, we are getting uh, e-signatures, the notarizations, and then they're kind of collaborating along with our lenders to make sure that, you know, when the notary is given these actual signings, um, there is no kickback from the the documents itself. So each underwriter I've seen have kind of pretty much came up with their own systems of what they wanted, what what they want Ron to look like. Which probably isn't a good thing. 
<laughs> I, you know, I, I hope for a centralization yeah. somewhere, you know, I think in a perfect world, Ron would be federal mm-hmm. instead of state law. And on a federal law, we get an intercompact of services that we can provide and mm-hmm. uh, they help flow, you know, the, the workflow of a lot of the process. Mm-hmm. So we need like czar of Ron. Yeah. Jonathan Eldridge done. Yes. Go. <laughs> go by to the call, see what we can exactly. Oh, there's, I mean, there's so much to back here. I feel like I've learned a lot more about it. Um, coming out of COVID, do you see the industry kind of using it to, to boost adoption or almost taking a step back now that people can actually get in the same room again? I remember early on in COVID, people did like drive through closings, right? Where yeah. they put stuff on the hood of the car, someone signed it, walked away, the other person signed documents. Yeah, it was, yeah, we, we went through a warp of a time zone. Yeah. Um, you know, I think Ron have always been here to stay um, mm-hmm. simply because I think COVID taught us that having a plan B, C, D is what any industry or agency should mm-hmm. have. Um, so we would not become crippled, whether it was, you know, COVID here in Texas, we had that bad winter storm that hit, you know, where there was power outages. I think having something in place where business can continue, Ron, is that what, what you would need, um, whether your client is out of the state or out of the country, you know, work must go on. So I believe that Ron is here to stay. And I believe COVID proved to a lot of our agencies. Uh, agencies and lenders that you need is not if I need it or if I want it is really that you need this um, to keep business going. I remember from my title agent days, just finding notaries could be half the struggle sometimes. If it's end of the month, I need you to get to, you know, this rural area or wherever (laughs) it may be. Um, I think that, you know, and Ron is definitely a nice way of solving that, obviously, too. Absolutely. You don't have to travel as much. You know, notaries are doing the things that they're meant to do ultimately and more closings at the end of the day. Absolutely. They're able to do that. I know that people love to jump ahead, especially futurists of, we're going to eliminate title agents. We're going to eliminate realtors. We're going to eliminate loan officers. And I feel like notaries are a very unsung part of the process um, because they're so important because if you don't get things signed correctly, you don't have things transfer. No one moves in. No one gets paid. It cripples the entire process. Absolutely. Um, why aren't notaries going away? How do you kind of see the future of notaries kind of happen in the, in the future, 10, 20 years? We're getting the crystal ball right now. And you know, Jim, I'm so glad you bring this conversation yeah. to, to light because I think until COVID hit, uh, a lot of the industry partners hadn't realized how important the notary is to the closing process. Yes, they know we need mm-hmm. a notary to go out and perform these closings, whether it be mobile. Yeah. However, the, the notary to remote online notarization is the key component. Yeah. And one of the things that I educate platforms that I consult with all the time Software is great, but the software cannot work without having educated resource for notaries, online notaries. And so providing that training for those notaries is a necessity to the the success of any remote online notary platform. Um, Notaries will always be a part of this equation because they are the the seal of this document. And so including the notaries into the online notarization process and the online notarization conversations is the key component 
component. Building mm-hmm. anything without the notaries will leave you at a standstill. So they will, you know, it's so important that the industry, I think, you know, gravitate to the notaries, value the notaries, and, you know, again, focus on the training and the educational side of this, because this is where your document will stop. This is the last person who will have your document and you Mm -hmm. want to be able to provide as much value there as possible. Well, you talk about, you know, amplifying what and leveraging what notaries can do um, by having technical solutions like this. They're they're, you know, IDing folks, confirming identification, eliminating wire fraud, which is so rampant in the industry, opposed to paying notaries to drive from one place to another, which is a a lot of what, you know, is is done nowadays. So it's just like anything else of, you know, leveraging technology so people can be more efficient and do the best aspect of their job. We see that with loan officers um, building a relationship opposed to just asking what's your credit score, what's your address, what's your loan amount. So it's, it's, it's nice to see how you're really pushing education and technology to amplify what, what notaries can do in the future. Yes, I, I believe that. And, you know, that was one of the things that when we dove into this area of, you know, educating the notaries, you know, we produced our first book back in 2019 mm-hmm. um, of remote online notary training system because we quickly acknowledged and recognized that there is a missing niche in this industry. And mm-hmm. a lot of uh, partners focus on the software and there's a huge learning curve with mm-hmm. moving from traditional to online. And I don't, you know, highlighting that it was like, Hey, this can happen and it can mm-hmm. work, but we must first educate and train right. to, in order to have the successful uh, outcome. More importantly, our consumers need to be educated on this process mm-hmm. other than just saying, Hey, here's a link, click into it. And yeah. then you can do your online notarization, right? Well, then we, we ran into things like consumers need to know what is a KBA? Um, you know, how do I verify myself electronically? What all do I need? What type of software, hardware? What, you know, can I do this from my phone? There is just a huge gap in just educating mm-hmm. everyone. I don't even know what a KBA is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a knowledge-based assessment. <laughs> but, you know, and so those are things that remote online notary platforms require Mm-hmm. Um, sign is to do uh, to verify your ID or IDV. There's this, you know, so in that space by itself, we was like, yeah, it, it sounds amazing. Um, and to give a customer the best experience, if you educate them first, right. prior to them getting on board, then you've already set the expectations. We're probably at least 90% of these would turn out very successfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you have the opportunity with online notarizations for people to be even more skeptical than they would in person of, I don't, I don't know, I don't want to put my information online, I don't trust this, I don't know what's going on right here, you know, I'll, I can't do this right now or something like that. So I think there's in some ways probably even more friction. That you do. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And and those are the things that, you know, lenders want to assure that, hey, if I, you know, introduce this to my client, uh, would my Mm -hmm. client, you know, would this be frustrating for them? Would they have a great experience? Because let's think about Mm -hmm. a closing experience should be a celebratory time, not a frustrating time. And so we want to make sure that, again, when you have trained notaries and uh, we've set the expectations for the clients or the customers themselves, you're more likely to have a better outcome. But and who is responsible for training the customer in, in your mind? Is it the notary platform, the notary, the lender, title agent, all of the above? I think we all play a key role. I think, mm-hmm. you know, from the beginning with a lender, if you introduce this as an option, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, you have an option to, uh, you know, remotely close your, your documents uh, for this particular one. Um, are you interested in doing that remotely? Sure. What does it require? Just a little preliminary. You need a computer and some internet, and then it kind of flows down to title and reiterating that, you know, what to expect from that. And then it flows down to the software, you know, providing how to log into the software itself, you know, those type of instructions. And then when you get to the notary, the notary introduced themselves. So I think we all have a key role. I think the importance of that uh, that process is that the communication has to start between the lender, the title, and the signing services itself. You know, and, and we all come and build that 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 workflow process. So those are things that we've done with our clients, uh, titles, and lenders we work with. And again, we see just a huge success from that. It seems like that's also another place where you can really leverage technology with videos, with resources online, with things like that, explaining exactly what what to expect through Absolutely. Know, the process. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, the thing is, too, Jim, uh, mm-hmm. we see a lot of videos out there. If you go to YouTube and you see so many people talking about remote online notarization and platforms and things like that. And you may even see, you know, individual notaries talking about online notarization from their perspective. But mm-hmm. when we're talking about online notarization as a joint collaboration, this is where we meet, get into the details of who does what and appointing those roles and responsibilities to help everyone ease into this solution. So again, regardless of what platform you're utilizing, you have a solution for your customers at the end of the day. Right. And the technology is one thing, but actually understanding everyone's role. You know, you can implement technology and it can be a disaster if no one knows how to use it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You hit it home. (laughs) This was incredibly enlightening on, on the Ron side. I think one thing too I wanted to ask is this, you know, the title industry, the mortgage industry, they've called itself pale, male, and stale. (laughs) constantly right and i'm sure you know notaries have an older age title agents do lenders do realtors do as someone who is neither pale stale male how have you you know found you know the industry changing and things that you've seen and what gets you excited you know every day when you're going into the nema office you know, we live uh, in a world where things are everlasting changing. And I encourage my team to look at things as change, be flexible, be adaptable, because we're in an unforeseen time with, you know, Ron and COVID or weather and changes, you know, nature. You don't know. So the thing that keeps us excited daily is that, you know, we may interact with a title company that say, hey, I'm interested in it, you know, mm-hmm. and I always tell my team, if you have one 
that's interested, whether it's a title, a lender, or a notary, we understand, you know, they give us that light to say, yeah, we're doing something right. Um, Mm -hmm. And we interact with so many different title and lenders every day, um, Mm -hmm. just to hear them come to NEMA and say, hey, can you help us out? Or can you point us in the the right direction? Or if you can build a workflow, can you beta test our platform? You know, Mm -hmm. NEMA have put together beta testing teams nationwide for, you know, platforms coming onto the ROM uh, era. Mm -hmm. And so we're excited to continue to work in that space and, you know, work with these platforms who really value notary's perspective. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like be adaptable, be open-minded, and be ready for change. Be ready for change. Right. You know, yeah. I, one of the things I, I train my notaries, we don't get ready, we stay ready. So we always Good. reading and staying yeah. ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. No, I really like that. Well, that's, I mean, this has been incredibly informative. Is there anything that you wanted to address that I missed or anything else before we wrap up here? Not at all, Jim. I really enjoyed this session. And hey, yeah. I think we should probably do another one of these sessions. Absolutely. I'm sure <laughs> there's going to be more acronyms we don't understand. In right. Year. Really excited. Oh, Russell, thanks so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. You're welcome, Jim. You guys have a great one. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you for listening to Lodestar's Lending Leaders. I'd like to give a special thanks to Brian Rieger and Elena Gardner who help us create this podcast every week. Please remember to like and subscribe the podcast wherever you listen to it. It helps us a lot. Thanks. Talk to you next week.